You can find more information, photos and advice sheets on all the plants and recipes that we talk about in this podcast by heading to the links in the show notes or on our website at sarahraven.com. We're giving discounts off our Christmas range with the code PODCAST20E, which if you use before the 3rd of November, you'll get 20% off your Christmas order. Welcome to Grow, Cook, Eat, Arrange, the podcast of me, Sarah Raven, and my mate, Arthur Parkinson. And today we thought we would have a chat through what we really love and feel passionate about in our Christmas range and the things that struck our hearts as being particularly beautiful and that we want to have as part of our lives. And yeah, that's it really. So Arthur, do you want to do you want to kick off with one of your favorite things? Yeah, just scanning through the beautiful catalogue as it's landed. I love the jewel cluster light string because it's so delicate and um, little gemstones, little gemstones of green, pure white and beautiful red cranberry glass um, with a lovely warm light. So I'm imagining that either draped through a freshly staked amaryllis or simply as a runner down the table. I love delicate light. I don't necessarily want, you know, to feel like I'm about to be beamed up to Mars. Yeah. I love, you know, Tudorish nice delicate and warm light so yeah looking not, forward to that not blue or icicles no or... there were a few things that i was almost tempted but i thought no we'll stick with with classy trinkle yeah, yeah. nice nice <laughs> well i've i've chosen in the sort of light section something really that i've had for years and something brand new and the thing that i've had for years actually you did for me over our fireplace at Perchill. And it's a great huge branch. It's called the Gold Branch Garland with lights. Mm. And it's actually designed to be waterproof and so you can use it outside. But we actually have it inside and it sits there all year um, with silver birch. And then according to the season, I just put different things in it. But at Christmas, it's absolutely the best because we've got alliums, we've got Christmas decks, all very sort of naturally themed and it's just really brilliant. It's just like plugging in a light and it's quite a dark room. So rather than having a side light, we just we just have that. So inside or out. And it's been <laughs> I'm slightly ashamed to say I haven't taken it down because I like it so much. <laughs> but it's been sitting there, I think, probably for about three years. So anyway, I probably should change. And the thing I'm going to change to... Arthur's laughing now because I think he's, he really thinks it Just should be in the attic. I'm thinking of dust in it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so the new thing that I am completely obsessed by and I fell upon when I saw it at a Christmas fair this winter. And I don't know if you've been lucky enough to go to Copenhagen, any of you, I'm sure you have. But there is the most wonderful sort of winter wonderland, which isn't sort of full of reindeer and kind of organ music, which somehow one can think those things could be. It's unbelievably sort of classy in a Scandi way. And every tree is draped in lights in the in this center, this sort of park that's known for having kind of winter wonderland. But the thing that I absolutely fell on there were these electric trees that are made of sort of black wire and they just look just like a tree, but actually they're not. 
they're made from wire, but they've got lights all the way over every sort of branch. And at this trade fair this winter, I saw one like that and I just completely fell on it. And I have to say it's pretty pricey, but it's just wonderful. And I'm sure it's going to last me the rest of my life. I had it on the doorstep and I had a smaller one sitting on the hall table here and I had them bare and I had them decorated. It just works every which way. And um, and I like them so much, I almost might leave them out, but I won't because that's lazy. They they haven't got any kind of like fake snow or fake lichen or fake anything. They're just this very subtle, very soft black wire that you can manipulate. And they're dead classy and I'm crazy about them. Lovely. You now? Very trinkly. Well, I'm going to baubles now. I'm going to start off with traditional Dickensian, but big, beautiful giant etched glass bauble, golden green. And you could just have one in a lovely bowl. Again, with, you know, just some battery copper wire lights. Don't have to have loads of these things to make an impact. Or you could, you know, have one hanging. They often, is it a witch's ball people have? Mm. These are what these giant ones remind me of. And, you know, with light bouncing off the glass, so beautiful. And next to it is a new thing, which I've not seen in person, but the photo looks beautiful, of a lit globe with dried flowers. Oh, yeah, that is very um, nice. Looks really magical, very mm. Harry Potter and fun. So that's something that I would definitely have hanging up, particularly, you know, in a dark, darkened room mm. on a dark winter's night. Warm, yeah. yeah, yeah Magic, yeah. yeah. Nice. Okay, well, I'm going to skip to decorations as well then. I really love the beautiful, incredibly classy, very subtle glass snowdrop bauble. Oh, I love that too. And it's it's painted with snowdrops. But they actually, half of them look like snowflakes, you know, the double one. But it's very subtle and beautiful. Mm. And that's what I want to have in the sitting room, just on a few um, silver birch or alder branches, just maybe five or seven of those as a sort of centerpiece. And, uh, you know, not on the Christmas tree, but more as a, a sort of table center. I think that's beautiful. And I bought entirely for you, really, the cockerel glass bauble (laughs) and I just loved it just thought I've got to get that for Arthur and for me it's the seed packs so these I just couldn't believe my luck when I found these as Christmas baubles they're baubles but they're seed packs and there's carrots and there's turnips and there's peas and there's tomatoes and they are literally like a bauble as a as a seed pack and yeah I think they are rather jolly and, you know, as a seasoned gardener, they are definitely at the top of my shopping list. Beautiful. I love the um, the spiral rainbow glass bauble too. Yes. Reminds me of uh, band fairground E-number packed sweets. Yes. Um, but yeah, lovely and jazzy and beautiful. Just this lovely old glass that is coming back into fashion after years of cheaper, you know, more factory looking colours. These all look like traditional Christmas. They and of do, course, vintage Yeah, vintage, I, I agree, yeah. yeah. And of course, you know, wrap them all up and they will last your lifetime and you can yeah. hand them down, which is which is what I love about Christmas decorations, actually. We've all got ones that, yeah. you know, our granny's had and, you know, these are what, as time goes by, we will be all handing down. So it's nice, nice investment. Yeah, you're um, you're going to be with us. You're quite young still, Arthur, but there we yeah. are. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm back in Copenhagen again and I am obsessed by the Copenhagen greenhouse. Now, this literally was being sold at a fair that I went to as a as a, um, a cold frame. 
Um, mm. You know, or it's almost like, you know, what are those uh, vivarium things? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, where they're glass bottles. But this is a little mini glass greenhouse um, with zinc and almost like a sort of Victoriana thing. Mm. And I just fell on it because I thought, do you know what? This is another thing to go in a dark corner. I'll just fill it with a string of fairy lights and a vase of flowers in inside the greenhouse. And I had it last last Christmas with the snowball baubles and paper white narcissi. And it lasted forever. It was, you know, incredibly low maintenance. So I did it uh, well before Christmas and then it lasted well into the new year. And yeah, it's just really great. So it's literally cold frame as Christmas decoration. But well, yeah, again, for me, it reminded me of Copenhagen and, and I, I loved it. Yeah, I love that. I suppose even if you've got one thing that's precious, like one auricula or something that's yeah. in flower, you could just live in there, oh, couldn't yeah, it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, then you just, exactly. It's yeah. like a present. It's like... What you and I talk about quite often is give your plants a stage, and that's mm, why I love yeah. outdoor metal tables. But for me, give your indoor plants a stage. I mean, that's the stage. And yeah, I, yeah, I just think, you know, again, it's not super cheap, I'm afraid, but it's um, something that you will have forever. And I'd rather that than get something a little bit more plasticky or whatever and that, that just isn't going to last mm. you. And so for me, that is my second sort of, you know, Christmas decoration thing that I'm going to be buying this year. Yeah. I'm going to go on to our bunches of candles. Now I've mentioned them in previous episodes, uh, but I'm really proud of them because we seem to do more and more bunches of them every catalogue yeah. we do. In fact, whenever we're doing a way day, there's always a scramble either before people come or once people have left. In fact, we take crates of them home to places where we're staying and we yeah. spend an hour bunching these things up. I can't tie them, but I am the one who sorts the colours out and then I pass them to you and Caroline and yeah. uh, Jemima to properly tie them because I'm useless, useless at tying but um, the winter collection looks beautiful, lovely, like coral orange and purple and Jaffa cake orange, uh, pomegranate and moss collection. They're beautiful too. They're all beautiful. But I think gorgeous candles, it's the nicest thing to mm. give as a present if you're going anywhere. Isn't it? Yeah. And, and nicer um, than a glass of wine. I mean, a def- bottle of well, wine. Yeah, right? definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I totally agree about the candles. I adore them. And actually the beeswax, so for sustainability, yes. I think those are fabulous. And the twisted ones I love. But moving on to kind of really natural but quite dressy things, I adore a few things in the catalogue, actually, particularly. And the Hellebore Garland, again, I saw it in Germany and just fell on it. It's these dark crimson Hellebores made from sort of slightly kind of covered like waxed paper. That, that's the sort of texture of them. Then also... The really beautiful catkins, uh, which look so real, you kind of want to tap them and you expect pollen to come out of them. But, you know, that's just lovely as well. And the combination of that, either running down a table or along a mantelpiece, or even if you can get the engineering right, hanging in a swag above your table, you know, if you've got two beams, you could string some wire between and then decorate it mm. with the hellebore. So, and and then maybe with like the allium little milli allium light chain, so you get lights through it. Anyway, that that for me is a really exciting find. Um, yeah, I'm excited about that. I've not seen that in person, but the oh, photo is beautiful. Really nice mm. and and really classy. And again, I would use that for a spring table. I almost would use it for an autumn table because as we've seen, Maestro looks rather like that, and that's around from October time, so it wouldn't feel out of place. 
I'm excited by the new Hyacinth Forcer, which I wouldn't use actually for forcing Hyacinths. You can if you want, but I think it's a beautiful vase. It's uh, very heavy, so useful for a single stem of anything. And it's the most lovely mallard green head uh, colour. Mm, so it is it's lovely. really nice. And I, I think it's a really nice price too for something that looks very antique. And it, it's interesting. People have cottoned on to, you know, antique things of all sorts. So the price is have rocketed you know online so it's nice to see something that's newly made of a good price but looks mm. authentically you know vintage so i'm excited about that mm. now you're, you're all gonna think i'm emigrating to scandinavia soon but <laughs> my <laughs> next choice for a really small room or small flat or just really quite modest and quiet but still christmassy is our nordic tree and this is made from cut metal and it's sort of golden and each, it, it's basically like a Christmas tree, but metal. And that sounds awful, but it isn't. It's really classy and you can dress it up or not. Uh, again, I had it here and the photograph is taken here of it sitting on the marble fireplace. And you can put little soft wire lights through it or put a swag around the base or whatever. It's just so versatile. And I think that's the sort of thing I might give my two girls uh, for their Christmas decorating life uh, for December because I can see it fitting with quite a modern, more contemporary interior and yet it's so versatile. So for me, that's a bit of a winner. I love the Christmas crackers, luxury apparently, uh, but I love them not because of what's inside them but for them depicting lovely partridges. They look like grey partridges to me, which are the native Mm. Uh, partridge to Britain but I love the French ones too but they're surrounded by pears as well um, lovely golden ribbons and I also love this is making me feel quite old choosing this I love the advent calendar 3D advent calendar which oh, is yes. a very lovely old Dickensian cathedral it reminds me of South Warminster yes um, and I'm guessing has it got the little pictures you open I think it must yeah, have yeah yeah. yeah 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 so that's that's very beautiful and jolly I also want to mention our lovely Christmas cards, uh, mm. which support Maggie's. So they're lovely uh, ones of blue tits feasting on a lovely willow and dogwood fat ball hanger. And the other always makes me smile because it was on a photo shoot when we had all these alum heads and we sprayed them all different colours, yeah. which was fabulous. And then the other set that we've got are of two different Christmas wreaths that we've done over the years. So lovely memories and lovely to buy them and support Maggie's. Yeah, Totally. I'm glad you've taken us onto the stationery, actually, because totally under your influence, we have done our garden and cookery year calendar for maybe 10 years now. But last year we did a wildlife calendar, which was a slim format. And I really loved the idea of it, that we were going to use the photographs that Jonathan's taken of bees and butterflies and birds in our garden but I loved it so much that I've now we've expanded it to the same big format because what I felt is with the slimmer one, it, in a way, you didn't give nature enough prominence. Mm. And so we've actually now got a slim one, which is a year full of flowers and it's plant portraits, which suits that format really well. And the wild garden calendar is full of all the things uh, month by month that are really good for the pollinators and good for the so bees. So great. And it's exciting and it's doing the right thing by the mm. world. And that's what is kind of ticking two boxes for me. So I'm really happy with that, as well as, of course, our diary, which is a long-standing stalwart favourite. Mm. I am going to be buying the giant flower press 
because I need another one. I've got one already and it's quite funny. I had a friend, very excited. She rang me and she says, I've, I've bought flower presses from the garden centre and we come around and help me press them. And unfortunately, these flower presses were literally the size of my iPhone. Oh, no. <laughs> so we could just fit one tiny little buttercup in each little paper. But this is a giant one. So this will allow you to really go to town with pressing big stems of hellebores, roses, cosmos, everything you could think of will fit into this press. And it's uh, wonderful. And you can just make it as thick as you want. You just save bits of cardboard and get new blotting paper for it. And uh, it will be invaluable all through the year. Great. Well, I love the idea of that. And I like for the versatility, the green embossed bowl. And funnily enough, we have had a a brass embossed table in the catalogue for three or four years and um, people like it. And so we went to see the supplier and they had this big bowl. I don't know, it's probably 45 centimetres across. And I just fell on it because I thought, well, I can use that in so many different ways. It could be full of floating flowers all the way through the year. It could have a grid over the top of it for for roses and things. And I could fill it with Christmas decorations. It's just like the most versatile thing. And because it's metal, it's unbreakable. And I like the idea of that because I can be quite clumsy sometimes. And in this catalogue, we've got it full of just gold sprayed globe artichokes and again little pea lights little fairy lights and it looks classy and beautiful and kind of again nature as christmas or christmas as nature and that that for me fits how i am feeling at the moment really and then i just finally for me definitely definitely going to be sending people some of the potted hyacinths and potted paper whites for them to then have christmas growing in their houses particularly the one, uh, the ones in the willow baskets. So I had some in my house over Christmas. And the key thing one needs to remember is they're watered well to get them into growth. But once they start sprouting, don't water, because that's when you can get rotting in the apex of the bulb. So they, they much prefer to be kept pretty dry, and particularly hyacinths do with their large bulbs. But they're sent out looking already really lovely, but they can only go on getting nicer. And so this is a Christmas present that will go on giving for about four to six weeks. And for me, that is a really lovely present. So that's what a lot of people are going to be getting from me, is bulbs as gifts for Christmas. Look at them. There's one final thing on the on the living plants, which is I never thought I would like a double amaryllis. But after the photo shoot for this very one that we've got here called Marilyn, I had a friend uh, coming to stay from America and I picked all of them because I knew I wasn't going to be able to water them and I just put them in a bucket in a cold place in the house and then I went away for a month. When I came back, uh, this friend was coming to stay and they were looking absolutely incredible. They then lasted five weeks in water. I'm not exaggerating. And they're slightly scented, amazingly, but the double amaryllis, I never thought I'd be a big fan. But when I was at the Chelsea Flower Show this May, I fell on them, actually, because they last and last and last and last. And I guess like double tulips, they just, they're just they just more durable. So I couldn't more passionately recommend them. And with Marilyn, it's quite short, so you don't need all that staking palaver. So uh, that's shot into my real favourites list and I'm going to be planting several of those Mm. for sure. I'm going to stick to Green Star, but 
Yeah, that one does look wonderful and incredible to think it will last that long. Green magic. Green the, magic, yeah, not green star. Yeah, the lovely yeah. one with the, yeah, that with the green, peach. the crimson. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for listening to Grow Cookie Arrange. Next week, we're going to be talking about the all-important subject, which is encouraging nature around ponds into your gardens and so really the importance of having water features wherever we are we're giving discounts off our christmas range with the code podcast 20e which if you use before the 3rd of november you'll get 20% off your Christmas order. You can find more information, photos and advice sheets on all the plants and recipes that we talk about in this podcast by heading to the links in the show notes or on our website at sarahoven.com.